This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a man, his wife, his back, the devil? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side. This is your host, Jen Hansen. With me, as always, is my co-host, Matt Noss. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing well. How are you, Jen? I am doing excellent today. Uh, we are so excited. We have a guest with us in the studios at Casa de Nasa. A uh, real <laughs> surprise. Uh, it's Mrs. Catherine Noss. How you doing, Catherine? Well, good evening. I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. This is episode, we still don't know, is it episode three or is it episode four? We're calling it four. We're calling it four. All right. This is episode four entitled Painkiller. Oh this my gosh. episode aired October 14th, 1984. Explains so much. Yes. <laughs> Guest starred Lou Jacoby, who looked familiar, I think, from a lot of different little bit parts and commercials peggy cass yes who you pointed out as uh ms gooch yes from auntie mame agnes gooch agnes gooch yes thank you uh so here is the imdb synopsis i'm gonna read the the synopsis on the wiki site okay. because the imdb one instantly gives it away so it's the <laughs> it's just which this is a pretty simple pretty basic episode yeah but but don't don't pooch the bit immediately. Yeah. Uh, so the description on the the wiki is a henpecked husband, Lou Jacoby, who suffers from excruciating backaches, visits a doctor, Farley Granger, who prescribes a drastic cure. OK, that's a, That's a good synopsis. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I have a question for you. Sure. Was this guy the guy from the Dunkin Donuts commercial? I thought he was the guy from the Dunkin Donuts commercial. I feel like he's the time to make it make the donuts guy. Did you think that, Catherine? I have no recollection of that at all. Yeah, okay. I think we jumped. But it probably pretty, is. I think he we looks jumped like pretty someone. hard. Catherine, yeah. do you have any experience with the television show Tales from the Dark Side? None. How how old were you in 1984, if you're willing to say? Probably three. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So, and you don't remember? It would have been three by the time this episode aired. Okay. But so, I feel like Channel 20 in the Detroit area re-showed Tales from the Dark Side forever. For forever. I was a Nickelodeon kid. What can okay. I say? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Besides my rambling, have you ever heard of this show? Vaguely. I, I would have said there's something that exists, but I've never, ever gotten the name right. Okay. Ever. And have you ever considered yourself a fan of horror or twist of fate theater like twilight zone um anything along those lines nope pretty ambivalent about it honestly <laughs> perfect first <laughs> guest well thank you for having me i'm so excited uh did you ever watch uh tales from the crypt or anything anything nope. like that okay all right great well never read rl stein never <laughs> yep that's fair. none of it Mm-mm. so so this was your first introduction to 
horror anthology television. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. We are both <laughs> dreadfully sorry. You should be. Yeah, this is not this is not the episode to introduce someone to horror anthology television. But it is the episode you got introduced to. But I was delightfully surprised when I recognized the voice of Miss Agnes Gooch from Anti Mame. Okay, so, good. So it bonus. had some. It had something. It had something good. It helped in me it for, for you. a second. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Great. A hot second. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So this episode. We start off, we're in the uh, the living room of uh, Harvey and Nadine. Harvey is studying his enormous computer textbook. Nadine is eating bonbons. And what did this setup immediately make you think of? Because I'm pretty sure it made me think the same thing. The moment this started, I was like, this is the same setup from the Stelladoro this breast- is Stelladoro, breakfast This is Stelladoro breakfast treats, 100%. I'd like to point out that my parents gave those to us to gnaw on or suck on as children. Well, I could see that. I think I could like they're a teething cracker. Yep. Yeah, they're exactly not too right. sweet. They're yep. not. They're not really anything, and no, I think you can have mean, them any time. And they're meant to be dipped in coffee, probably at breakfast. I think so. Yeah, that's what's so like your drool would soften them up. Yep. They that's were it. like they were like proto biscotti, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because uh-huh. before biscotti, you couldn't you couldn't expect an American to be able to pronounce biscotti. No. So it's just just call them breakfast treats. <laughs> Would you serve it with a cappuccino? Mm, let's call it milky coffee. <laughs> well, I have the uh, Stelladoro breakfast treat commercial lined up. I think if you play this commercial, this will set up basically the first. Tw- 18 minutes of the 22 minute episode so here you go folks it's summarized what are you doing in the kitchen at 3 a.m in the morning house having a breakfast treat george but breakfast isn't for another four hours i'm not having breakfast i'm having a stelladoro breakfast treat is there a difference breakfast you eat at breakfast time breakfast treats you eat anytime Hmm. not bad but if they're good anytime alice why do they call them breakfast treats george Hmm? don't talk Eat. Stelladoro breakfast treats. There's no wrong time to eat them. Oh boy. <laughs> I wrote I wrote so much about this opening scene. Yeah, you you see a lot. Like there like is nothing happening. Episodes. There is nothing happening. It is just a, a couple watching TV, but there's so much bullshit going yeah. on. Yeah. It is because the show, again, only has 22 minutes. We have to establish everything about everyone in the first 45 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I think there was a lot going on in those first 45 mm-hmm. seconds. So so what did you notice, Catherine? Crappy p- apartment. Yep. Pretty awful. Uh, yucky house coat. Lady on the on the sofa watching television while her husband was reading a very boring, very big looking textbook. Yeah. So how old do you think these guys were? Sixties, fifties. It late? felt late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. Their age. Okay. Yeah. yeah they felt yeah. they felt like fifties for sure. Fifties for sure. If not, I was thinking like sixties. I was thinking early sixties. Sure. And they were. Although she made reference of having been. He was working at an auto parts shop in the parts department for like 30 years. So yeah. you're probably right about the 60s. So he should be getting ready to retire. Possibly. But no, no, no. He's not retiring because he's reading basics of computer programming. He's going to be a computer programmer and she's going to sit there eating chocolate covered caramels. Which they get he stick in your teeth. desperately wants. Badly. 
desperately wants and she won't let them let him have him because he's on a diet. He's on a diet. He's on a diet. <laughs> Let's all say it together. He's, he's on, on a, a diet. diet. This uh, so she, number one, she they're just casually watching Night of the Living Dead. That was Night of the Living Dead, right? I thought that's what it was. Yes, because Night of the Living Dead uh, is not trademarked, right. so it's fair right. use, so they can show it without. And any it's reference. Romero, and it's Romero's show. I wonder. We should probably keep track of how many times it appears in the show. We need to do that. All right. Well, so we as we slowly develop the drinking game for this show. <laughs> Uh, there's a couple themes that keep coming back. Um, I don't want to spoil one of them, but thunderstorms is absolutely <laughs> a, a trope of this show. If you are drinking every time you see a thunderstorm, you are wasted by episode four. <laughs> wasted by episode four. <laughs> so it was. So he's reading the book. She's eating the bonbons. He's like. Could I get a... He is the saddest is, sack, sad sack. Yeah. on earth. He is yeah. like, could I get a caramel? Harvey, you know you can't have caramels. They're not good for your teeth. Nom, 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 nom. But Nadine, are you done You're with on a your... diet. Are you done studying? Because you're probably going to fail your test, Harvey, and you better not. You won't amount to nothing. So it was right... I'm a terrible person. So this is exactly the moment I wrote down that this episode is genetically engineered for the audience to say, "Ugh, this bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> like they, this episode is so misogynistic. Yes, it is so misogynistic. It is overwhelming how much she henpecks him. And besides having sex in front of him, this dude is a cuckold. Like this guy <laughs> is defeated. Do you think you could you could do a show today that had women like that was this negative towards women or just all women are just nagging. Women be nagging. Women be nagging. What does it also say about the guys, though? I mean, he just takes it. Yeah. It's sad. Right. Sad all the way around. The two of them together are quite dumb. They, they're, well, they're not smart people. No. Well, you said they were in an apartment. I thought they were in a shitty ranch. Like, I put them in a ranch. But then again, you think about their home. Well, I'm thinking like lower apart. Like, it's like a, a home, flat. but it's a flat, like a lower flat. Yeah, because when he's in the kitchen and he's looking up yep. at the window. Yep. Yeah, that could be a shitty apartment. Okay. Yeah. Also, it seems like they blew the budget on last week's episode because... The set dressing is very meager and very grim, <laughs> especially when they are at the doctor's office. When we get to it, it's like a lab coat, a, t- a kitchen table that he's sitting on, oh, a gosh. poster of a skeleton. I, I have notes. Oh, I have so many notes. Oh, oh, yeah. There's also some serious wallpaper action. Yes. Yeah. Like serious wallpaper that's been around for Quite some time. There's some sweet kitchen in the decorations oh, of this yeah. show. Yeah, the metal, um, the Pots. the metal bunt pan on the on the wall yes. hanging that you would make like a like a Jello one two three in. Yep. Her house coats, uh, and the fact. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so Harvey is studying this computer book. He has to get up to go to the kitchen for something. Right. Coffee. 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 Because he's going to be up all night studying for the test tomorrow. Yep. Which, if he's taking the test tomorrow, he looked like he was on, like, page seven of oh, this yeah. book that was about 6,000 pages. 
at yeah. least. It, it was like two phone books stapled together. Yeah. Harvey's going to fail. <laughs> Harvey is legit fucked. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. But Harvey's not super sure about what a computer looks like yet. So, so the first red herring of the show appears. <laughs> Because the thing about this show, Catherine, uh, being that this is your first time watching it, totally is that, first time, is that they're gonna throw something out there that is—it's the gun. You're gonna see the gun, in the, and you're, this is the first act, so you're gonna see the gun in the first act. But there's a lot of red herrings, and the first red herring appears when she says. Don't make fun of computers, Harvey. Yeah, that never comes back. That <laughs> never uh, uh, never amounts to anything. No, it sure doesn't. And did he make fun of computers or did he... I don't even remember what he said. He just said he didn't understand them. Oh, yeah, I don't understand computers. Never make fun of computers, Harvey. Oh, this will pay future. off big, yeah. No. Which, to be fair, she was correct. <laughs> <laughs> but never mind that because... Peggy Cass nailed it. Yes. All right. So he goes into the kitchen. He goes to pick up a simple teaspoon. And like like a voodoo doll is seizes. You can hear the boing cartoon sign or cartoon sound as his back seizes up and he he hits the floor. So Harvey has thrown out his back. Yes, and drop the teaspoon. And drop the teaspoon. So when you saw when you saw our man Haskell Barkin acting there, what did you think? I thought he was shrugging his shoulders <laughs> as a commentary on my life. <laughs> yeah, kind of the weight and yeah, yeah kind of gearing up to. He's like, oh, here we go. Here's the thing. I am I am fast approaching 40, as I know you are. Yep. And I hurt myself constantly. So so throwing your back out went by picking up a teaspoon, it's not that far. It off. is not far fetched. Yeah. I, I hurt my back just driving to work. Like I get in the car and I'm well, fine. I've, and then I get out of the car and oh, well, I've, I've fucked up my hip. <laughs> I have slept just sleeping. Yeah. And I wake up and my neck is like, well, you're the devil. <laughs> well. So here here's the thing. He is on the floor. You can hear him audibly collapse. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is What does Nadine do? Harvey, why are you on the floor? What? If I saw... This is why I'm like, maybe she's not awful. Maybe she's not mean. Maybe she's just incredibly dumb. dumb. Just dumb as a box of hair. Just real, real, real dumb. Because he says, my back. And she says, yes, your back is on the floor. So weird. All right. I, I don't know what to say to that. Like I, I, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, this is like, what am I watching? Yeah. What's your normal? If you were to see me on the floor, like, like you Just hear a laying there. If you hear a thump, and then I'm on the floor, and you come into the room and see me there, on a scale to zero being, oh, this is totally normal. To ten, I'm in a full blown panic. Where are you? Leaning more towards a ten. Yeah. That's yeah. what makes Catherine a good wife that you wouldn't murder. Exactly. Well, but spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she is a full zero. Like, yeah. Oh. Oh. Harvey's, Harvey's on, on the, the floor. floor. <laughs> yeah. And then she leaves him there. Yes. Yeah. 
Like they have a you know a minor exchange about his back, and they keep and she grinding that she's horrible. Yeah, she says lines like, uh, "He asked for a blanket." She brings him a blanket, but doesn't want to give him the good blanket because he's on the floor. Doesn't want to yep. put a good blanket on the floor. Yeah, which I don't really blame. I wasn't her. really upset about yeah. that. <laughs> but they were really like, nope. I I would put a. I would probably put if you needed a blanket on a floor, yeah. I'd give you a blanket that was accessible. Yeah, I I would want you to be comfortable. I would I would stay with Ted on the floor. I would be concerned. I would get a pillow. I would I, get a heating yes. pad. Yeah, that, those were exactly the things that I thought I would have pillow for yeah. said person on floor and probably for myself. Yeah, a blanket for them and for me. Yeah, and although after making sure that you know no spinal cord injuries that I'm damaging. Yeah, stick it under said head. Yeah. But yeah, and a, and a heating blanket or something. Something, something mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna support that S curve yeah. if you can. Maybe some anti-inflammatory medication. Sure. We don't see her doing that, but again, None. you don't know if it's malicious or she is just dumb. dumb. And did you notice she had curlers in her hair? Yes. She did. Not That's have true. The she took the time she... to go put her curlers in. Oh yes, and she was getting ready to go to bed. She's like, "It's midnight. Are you coming to bed? Are it's you like... gonna lay there all night? Yes, well, bitch. I don't know." Exactly. Yeah. Once again, this whole episode is for you to be like, this This bitch. bitch. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know. Suddenly this feels like an episode of Stern. (laughs) I know. Too late. We're going to play this bitch. So after that, so she leaves him in the room alone. And shuts off the light so it's pitch black, pouring rain. And then the trope kicks in. Oh boy. It's a thunderstorm. Yep. Guys. No. It's a thunderstorm and you're staring out the window. I wonder if you'll see something out the window. Imagine that. Oh, you do. It's a dude in a suit. <laughs> Who's like touching his nose like he has a secret. <laughs> he keeps hitting it. Yeah, it's almost and it's not like a particularly scary gesture. It's more no. of like a Charles Nelson Riley yes. kind of like I immediately wrote the devil again? Question mark. Maybe. I was like, God, these the writers on this show. Ah. All right. So we had um I'll give you a million that had the devil. Yes. Uh a new man. Did not have the devil? A new man. A new man had the kit. The, uh, that was the drinky one. Oh, God. That was the alcoholism. So that was just the son who was oh, represented yeah, that by. Was okay, not so the that devil. was not the devil. That was more of a Faustian, <clears throat> not Faustian, because there was no deal being made. Right. That was more of like a trapped in your own nightmare. Sure, sure, world. sure. This but might be mine. Tri- yeah. Trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine's just trapped in a nightmare. Yeah, I might be. Well, the door's locked, so you're stuck till we're done. Um, uh, Trick or treat definitely Definitely had the devil. devil. So we are three out of four. Okay. We're 75% devil involved. (laughs) All right. Well, that's a... That's a pretty good average. (laughs) So he looks out the window. He sees the devil. He calls Nadine. Well, he sees a man. Does he oh, know he sees it? the man. We don't know he's he's a devil. He's just he's just a man in a suit touching his nose. Yeah, which, I mean that's kind of scary. To look up, like, in the pouring rain, just a, just an old casual like, yeah. man just, standing you know, out there, just a casual nose toucher. Yeah, ooh, gosh, it's kind of gross. But it also seems like he's kind of floating by a tree. He, yeah. Is he floating? I don't know. 
I thought he was like standing on a berm. I thought he was floating. But okay. if he was standing by a berm, maybe it's like, you know, very biblical. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. I thought it just, it showed their lower, lower level apartment or something. Their lower class, you know, yes. hooliganism. So he no. calls Nadine. She's like, there's nobody out there. It's raining. <laughs> you She's idiot. turning into Edith Bunker. I don't know, Harvey. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, end act. Is that end That's end act. That's end act one. Because After she flashes him a few times, walking over him. Did you yeah, she steps head, over him. And he has to like move his head so he doesn't get hit by either her foot or her housecoat again. Yeah. And, and she has manicured toes. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's wearing like house slippers. And like, you know she ain't paying heels. for none of that. Nope. Yeah, with heels. With heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are like boudoir slippers. But, yeah. but they're not with a fuzzy top, which could be cute. Yeah. Those are not. No. No, this woman is... L- these people have lived. They are. <laughs> it's all over. They've, They've seen, seen some. some life. Yeah. Life yeah. has crushed them. Yeah. Well, especially crushed Harvey. Yeah. Nadine might have a string or two hanging on. Do you think Harvey is just pretending to like take that computer exam? Pretend like just sitting there with that book watching TV waiting for her to go to sleep so he can eat chocolates. That their whole relationship is like like a ruse like. I actually thought about a couple things because of there's a few moments in the episode where he makes the worst lying face Mm -hmm. that a human can make. Like, did you eat the cake with a mouth covered in cake where he just like (laughs) looks up and is like, no. And then they walk away and he's like, (laughs) nodding his head like a moron. Right. Mm their relationship seems like he hides anything from her that could get him in trouble with her. So mm-hmm. she doesn't yeah. have to hear this constant nagging. Yeah. Which it appears there's no off switch for. No. She, the thing is like, she's never going to stop. She will always nag at him. Mm-hmm. Like that is their relationship. And he, I feel like he knew it when they got into it. He had to have. Well, it's a great reminder to us, Catherine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Jen. You're right. <laughs> Let's not be that wife. No. Yeah. You, sir, don't fall on the floor. You got it. Okay. So we're in act two. Now we're at what I believe is Dr. Robot's office. <laughs> so at the beginning, because I wrote it down, because the names were so great in the beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. like Peggy Cask, Haskell yeah. Barkin, Dr. Roebuck, like Sears and Roebuck. Yeah, that's what I thought of. Is his name. Okay, Dr. Roebuck, because it sounds like they're all saying Dr. Robot. But the moment he walks in, he says, hi, I'm Dr. Roebuck. <laughs> it, it leaves a big question mark it yeah. really does if you had not seen the beginning yeah i'd like to pretend i didn't so i'm going to keep calling him dr robot <laughs> <laughs> and again this is the the most sparse doctor for even like a shitty doctor's office set it's like there might as well be like half a skeleton just like hanging on a stick and that's it that's the only set dressing <laughs> He, th- he kind of had one of the... <laughs> and there's like one tongue depressor like taped on the wall. He's got a string on the skeleton's yeah. mouth. To yeah. teach. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Dr. Bones. There was a lighted uh, screen where he could put up an x-ray to see mm-hmm. it, but it wasn't even Did facing... it turn on? You know, they never turned it on it in the episode. Yeah, it didn't work. And it wasn't even facing forward to the camera. It was yeah. facing to the side. It was yeah. very strange. Yeah, it wasn't even like a proper doctor's table. No. Oh, okay. So 
was he like, was he a doctor or a chiropractor? Because he said something about so your doctor said yeah. blah 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 blah. So I think he's a chiropractor. All right. So are chiropractors the devil? <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> all right. All right. Well, well, regardless. Who knows? They get in that office. They get in the office with a poster, a coat hook, and a cabinet. Uh, 613, my prediction is uh, the doctor is the devil. That's six <laughs> minutes, 13 in. That's that's what my prediction is. Uh, and there's going to be some sort of some sort of deal in this episode that he's uh-huh. going to work out something shady, okay? Sure. Uh, so he, he he goes in. They have this, this appointment. He complains about his back. The doctor, Dr. Robot says, I don't think it's anything physical. I think it is, what did he say, anxiety related? He, he, definitely anxiety related. Yes. Right. So he puts him on a muscle relaxer for two weeks. Yeah. Well, here, I think we're forgetting a part too because Harvey, when he's in there, and like I almost missed this reaction. Like He says to Nadine, this is the face. This is the guy's face. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. That is right. Yeah. That is right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I noticed it halfway through that scene. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, he's talking about the guy at the window. Because I'm like, I noticed it right away. But I didn't feel like the reaction acknowledged it. was definitely Nobody muted. gave a shit. Yeah. yeah. No. Nadine does not care what Harvey thinks. Right. No, clearly. And the doctor, of course, isn't going to be like, yeah, well, I'm the devil. And I was yeah. hanging outside of your window. Yeah. Oh, and then Harvey was saying how he was anxious about this computer exam. And and then I don't know if he said he's been in the parts store, but then she's like, but not for long. He'll be a computer programmer soon. Right. Like, just piling on the pressure that clearly Harvey doesn't want. Right. And right. again, we go back to these guys are at retirement age. Right. This is not this is not when old Harvey should be starting a new endeavor. Right. And if if Harvey is sure that that guy that that Dr. Robot is the guy that he saw out his window, he seems to give up very quickly. It's like, "You, you're the man I saw at my window." You no, know I'm what? not. Okay. Maybe this is in in keeping with his character then. Okay. Then he's just like, "Oh, I'm going to give it up in a way. It's not he's my a weak, thing." He's a he's weak. Yeah, he's big a time. weak stick. Oh boy. All mm. right. Anything else from that doctor's office? So he gives him a prescription, two weeks of muscle relaxers. Oh, I forgot. So now the Harvey and his wife have as close to a tender scene as we're going to get in this whole shitty episode. Yeah. Where she goes, I was looking at a nightgown. I don't know if I'm going to get the blue the one. The red or the blue? Uh, the red, red one. one. If you're sure you're going back to work, maybe I'll get both of them. And he's like, Nay, Dean. I I have two weeks off for sick time. Yeah. You go right ahead. Oh, Harvey, you're the best husband in the whole world. And act 2A. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so now we get to, it's like two months later. Yes. I wrote down, nice time jump. You have no fucking idea that it's two months right, later. Nope. Right. Except she, the, says, she says like halfway through their conversation. Oh yeah. it's, it's been, been two, two months. months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get an exposition bomb, but like everything that happens in the first 30 seconds of that never leads you to believe that there's been a time jump. Right. No. Right. She's just She starts bitching at him about all the treatments he's tried. She also mentioned uh, he went to go see the Chinese man sticking needles in him. Yes. Yep. Which I did not realize they were doing that in 1984. 
We've done that for Acupuncture. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know, but it's like a... <laughs> it I know ancient, he's very right. Ancient art. <laughs> I didn't realize it would have trickled down to, to Harvey and Nadine's part of town. <laughs> as an I, I get you. I yeah. get you. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm much more in the... Uh, uh, the the writers in Hollywood. Okay, uh, Hollywood writers do love acupuncture. So so they're in their kitchen. Uh, he is he's finally. It's been two months, and he's finally going back to work. Well, I wanted to mention a couple things before we got back okay, there. Okay, okay, because that's another time jump. Mm. There's the first one right when you meet them, mm-hmm. where he has the fucking contraption on him. Oh, that's he, right. That's right. He's in a halo. He is in a full <laughs> halo. Yeah. He has, he's wearing that whole thing. And uh, she comes in with a bag of groceries. And the only thing that I could see was Nabisco's Mr. Salty's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great cracker name. <laughs> Mr. Salty. <laughs> Which was a saltine <laughs> brand. That I they forgot had. about that. Yeah. Oh. I feel like everything about this show is an off-brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it probably me. wasn't Nabisco's. That was probably Salt. not product placement. Right. Yeah. It was like, well, they literally went shopping, yeah. and they were like, get the biggest boxes you can get. Right. They're like, well, we'll get some uh, Mr. Salty. I also wrote that Harvey went from the top of the heap to the bottom of the ba- barrel. <laughs> he was the best husband in the world before oh. this. Now he is the most useless piece of shit for having back pain. Right. <laughs> Again, this bitch. And and this is when she's bitching at him because he has the physical therapist come to the house yes. three and times a week for twice 35 a month. Yeah, $35. Yeah, it's a very confusing time frame does yeah. he come two times a month or three times a week it was three times a week two either times way a it's month too for 35 dollars per time and and, and the cost of the halo was 350 dollars right so is, okay is he coming seven times <laughs> so three, three times, times a, a week. week okay okay twice a month twice a wait month. twice a month he comes three times a week yes. so are there alternate weeks so so he takes okay so, so he's he doing six three times, times so six, six times, times a, a month, month. <laughs> it was so confusing that is the dumbest way to say that also that's a that's not a schedule for wellness you can't, <laughs> you can't be three times keep... on with pt and then take a week off you're gonna just slip you're gonna go back oh No wonder Harvey's back is a wreck. Yeah, no wonder he's in a fucking halo. (laughs) In his undershirt, too. Yeah. So she is... And did you... Wait, did you notice? I think there was actually some pin marks on his back. Did anyone else catch that little bit? Or one that... That would be an incredible bit of detail if they were so... (laughs) Well... It looked like one was... Like maybe, acupuncture marks or cupping or something? Maybe so, but I, uh, one may have just been a really big pimple on the back okay. of his shoulder. All right. But I was like, well, oh, what yeah, if that's yeah. where... Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy is hair suit. <laughs> this guy is well, a hairy animal. That, he ha- like, you know, sticking a needle in there, what if it got infected? And so it's now Ugh. a pus-filled postule. Well, that's... This was the nightmare. last episode of television Lou Jacoby ever made. <laughs> hmm. Um. And she is incessant. Yeah. She is. She's a harpy shrew. I wrote down, hasn't this ever, has this woman ever been in pain before? Apparently no. not. 
Mm-mm. Because, like, seriously, back pain is like one of those things you don't mess. You, if you've ever had back pain, even minor, mm-hmm. and I would consider myself as someone who has had minor neck neck pain. Yeah, not even back pain, like minor neck pain. Every which way you move is painful. Yes, you use your neck for everything. Your head is on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this this well thing, said. this yeah. thing up here. Yeah, is, you know is. your coconut. <laughs> you it know, sits on your neck. That bulbous ten pound weight. Eight pounds. Eight. Well, Catherine, you've got a sweet petite head. It's eight pounds. Yeah. Not this gigantic melon I'm sporting. Oh. Did you lose a little head weight? Yeah, I've lost a lot of head weight. Oh, over okay. The years. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, um. I lost it to tails in the dark side. <laughs> so your brain is just atrophy. So much so, I call it of the dark side instead of from the. <laughs> board it's okay. Yeah, tails so, from something. He is clearly demonstrating that he is in pain because he's walking like a Frankenstein. He right. Is. Yeah. Cut to the next time jump. Oh, right, right, right. They're in the kitchen. She's bitching at him. Yeah. He, and then, it's his and day then, back to work. So, so yeah. So the, the, the last one ends where she's like opening the fridge and yelling at him with a dishcloth in her hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds about right. One of my favorite d- details is yep. she's like... You don't even want to go back Just to work. Just brandishing a, a cloth. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cut to smash cut to the kitchen. Yep. And he is at the breakfast table. He's yep. wearing his SIDS jacket. Yep. A name you can trust. <laughs> Which all I see is sudden infant death syndrome. That's every time I see the word SIDS. Also, there may not have been an, ap- an apostrophe in it. So that's just SIDS. You're right. Yeah. There, there was an apostrophe. I, was I, there? There was. There was. Mm. It's I a name you can SIDS. trust. But then he says auto parts. It says yeah. auto parts. Yeah. Okay. Which means he's a liar. <laughs> because he goes, I work in an auto dealer. No, he said no, auto he's the parts I wor- guy. I work in parts yeah. at, an, at a dealership. Well, do you think there's like Sid's dealership and then there's like Sid's auto parts and they have separate jackets so you don't mix the riffraff in with the salesman? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I also have to say, and I mean, we've said that it's on the jacket, but the proportion of this oh my gosh. is enormous. It's like he's wearing a billboard. Yep. It well, is, he his is Yeah. whole back. Yeah. Yep. Sid's. Humongous. Do you think the the wardrobe lady made like three of those, and it yes. was like it's too small? It's like, right, well, Bigger, the letters are honey. still too small. All right, yep. you want fucking big letters? Big letters on there, right? <laughs> well, bet. now it's the whole jacket. You bet she did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there was there was subtext in those letters. Yes. Joanne's ran out of yellow letters. Right. That day. <laughs> uh, so they have this argument. He's getting ready to go back to work. Uh, yep. She won't work. He mentions that there is a, oh, yeah. like a receptionist job the or something. Cashier position. A cashier position. Yes. At the auto part. At the dealership. Yeah. It was at the dealership. Me? A cashier? I have too much going on. What, what is she doing? Still never established what yeah. the heck she does. No idea. You don't even see her like cooking a meal. No. But she no, does sh- remind him to grab his lunch. That's right. And at one point she does clear a plate. Okay. All right. So she's doing some wifely duties. Yep. She curls her hair. She curls. I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> you must maintain. Yep. She shops for house coats. All right. He 
gets he is so obviously in pain because he is walking like a Frankenstein. He is one hundred percent Frankenstein. Worse it. and worse the closer he gets to that door. Once he reaches for the lunchbox, you know it's game over. Game yep. over. <laughs> yep. That lunchbox might as well have a skull and crossbones. It on probably it. does. Painted in black. Yeah. So he grabs it. He shuffles to the doorway of the kitchen and he puts his hand up like he's now a don't stone help. head yeah and then he says don't help me this bitch there was ain't no ever risk of that no nope. it's like you think you're gonna get to work today that woman was never going to help no no nope. And she gets meaner looking. Yeah, she's yelling at him. So she's yeah, still yelling she's, at him. I don't think you're ever going to go back to work. I think you're just faking it. I think you enjoy. Do you know what you're doing to me here? You're giving me eye bags. Oh, yeah. Have you seen these lines around? They weren't here two oh, months I, ago. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention the eye lines. The other thing that's odd is they progressively go through all their money. So when you first see them in the doctor's office, she's like, are we going to have enough money? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. The next time they see him when he's in the full halo, she's just like, we're burning through our savings. Now this time, she says, we owe money. Oh, I missed all of that. No, okay. you're right. She yeah. did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way. But she still won't go to work. Money fight's still number one cause of divorce, guys. Mm-hmm. Or by killing your wife. Because... <laughs> That'll do it, too. Because it was exactly at 12 minutes and 30 seconds into this episode that it goes, he kills his wife. (laughs) That's when I wrote down what I thought the twist was. Yep. So at this moment, Dr. Robot calls. Yep. And he has a fantastic call with Dr. Robot. This is this show does not know how the telephone works. (laughs) Nope. Because every director seems to think that whoever's on one side just repeats what the person on the other end says. That's correct. Dr. Robot? Uh, Yes, it is me. Uh, Is my back okay? Well, I guess it's still hurting. Come in for another appointment. As soon as I possibly can. Bring myself. Okay. You can cure me? Great. I'll be there. Three o'clock today. He has a cure. Guaranteed. Mm. So we have we have finished. So this. Oh, yeah. So So then it's a smash cut to the office. And then the doctor slash devil goes. All you have to do is kill your wife. So that, I don't know if that's a full act break. Maybe not. I like the way he was shot in this one, though, because the the doctor is shot. It's like there's a lot of like wall and ceiling above him. So it mm-hmm. just makes him seem like there's something sinister about mm. him. It's yeah. the, It was the one good thing. That was about a good shot. Episode. That was a good shot. Yeah. Well, I will give it that. So again, we get back. He's like, Kill my wife. Kill your wife. It it becomes sort of a mammoth play. Yeah. With less swearing. <laughs> yeah. Kill my wife. Kill, Kill your, your wife. wife. My wife? Your, your wife. wife. Kill her? Should we kill your wife? 
Should sure. we kill my wife? All you have to do is say that you want me to kill your wife. I have to say I want you to kill my wife? Go on forever with this bit. Sure. Oh, yeah. And that is his response. Yep. To a happy accident. You know, just a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just going to be the Dr. Robot keeps saying it'll just be a happy accident. She's the only cause. She's the cause of his pain. If there's any way to get rid of the stress besides killing her, they should certainly do that. But he, he calls on Harvey to think of her smug expression, her wrinkled face, her judgmental nose like this just this litanies like painting this picture of her awfulness it's like, yeah i guess her, you're right her ethnicity like, <laughs> what? like sure dr Killer. robot is filled with hate yeah he really is he's and, not a fan of women and it's ridic- ridiculous i mean they're talking about killing her the whole exact the whole time and, yeah and he's like at the end sure i mean yeah. how could he be oblivious he doesn't seem to her- I guess he just responds the way he responds to everything, which is sort of like, I'm done having this conversation. Sure, this is happening. Yeah. By the way, do you have any caramels? Because <laughs> I love them. And if they're chocolate covered, even better. The guy just wants some caramels yep. and not to take an exam. Yeah, I, yeah, simple man. He doesn't want pain. He wants his caramels. And yeah. no <laughs> weirdly spoken computer book. Caramel. Yeah. So he is... The next one is my favorite phone call. That's okay. All right. <laughs> So he agrees at the doctor's office that his wife should have a a happy accident. Now, my question to you both is, do you think Harvey realized that he just agreed to have his wife killed? I don't think so. No, I didn't get that impression either. Because I think they're both dumb. I think, yeah. I think Harvey is just dumb. And maybe it's because he's been in pain so long. Maybe he's on a bunch of pain medication. Maybe we can give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe his, but he's just sort of dull But there's nothing in that thinking. moment that, even though he says sure, yeah. there's nothing that makes me really believe that he was like, yeah. sure. Because there's no change in his affect at all. He's no. he's still just like, like it's, it's not like he goes through an emotional journey of like, well, I've loved her, but she's become terrible. And what, no. are, what are the repercussions? And no, it's just like, it's like, when okay. he was, it's like when he was telling Nadine in the first scene, I'm going to go get some coffee. Mm. He might as well have just said that to him. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now. Now. Now we, we cut back to the house. Oh some time gosh. has passed again. Who knows how much? He is lying on the couch wearing, what would you describe? How would you describe it, Catherine? Horrific looking gentleman PJs. <laughs> He's got matching trouser pants on with button up, which one of the buttons looks like it might be undone, but I think it's just button from the other side. Okay. And yeah, it's glorious 1980s pajamas. Yeah. I wrote, is he wearing footy pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> so the phone rings. And was something coming off of his glasses? There was. It was like it was like Google Glass in 1984. Yes. Yeah, it was like he was wearing a gemologist glasses. Yeah. Ugh. What was that? Was that to do the crossword? Maybe they were magnifying Ooh. glasses for him to do the yeah, crossword. Yeah, just All like right. flip it down again, yeah. placing him well beyond. Yeah. Like, oh, it's time to do a a, a change in my the way I make money. Right. What is that called? Livelihood? Okay, good. <laughs> do I'm going to go pass Harvey, out now. <laughs> do you think Harvey would be qualified to fill in a crossword puzzle? No. He no. Would just write caramel for... He might be right one. once in a while. Maybe yeah. maybe he's a subscriber to Highlights for Kids. 
just can't get enough goofus and gallant. gallant. Maybe. And did you notice his, he gallant? was still, his shoulders were still tight. He was in like, pain. He was still he was clearly in still pain. still clearly in pain and clearly seized up on that sofa. Hmm. Ring, so, ring, ring, ring. Hello? Yes, this is he. An accident? The street? My favorite line. A car? Nadine? Dead? Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) The street. (laughs) An accident? The street. Yep. That was... (laughs) It was... It's... That was the moment where I wished I had my phone and could be looking at something else. (laughs) (laughs) It was was like he was play acting for the benefit of people who were in the room, but no one was in the room with him. Nope. I wrote down um, on double, like it filled up two lines. I wrote act in all caps (laughs) with three exclamation points. Mm. But then wonder of wonder, (gasps) miracles of miracles. His Ding back dong. is better. Oh, that's right. His back his was back better. His back is magically better. Like, so oh, then, Doc was right. So, at, so then at this point, yep, I write down the bill. What's the bill? There you go. Okay. Mm. And then I, I figured it out once. Uh, I figured it out before it happened. But. Okay. Once we got to the the old lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So so now it's six weeks later. Yep. And how did we know it was six weeks later? I think it actually said it on the screen. She said the the old lady said six oh. weeks ago. Oh God! I did this this this. Uh, right. I I hit your wife. I hit your wife. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't been able to sleep. So so before the old lady shows up, he uh, he walks in the door, and uh, <laughs> you know now he's living alone, and his place is kind of messy. Yeah. I wrote down: Is this his punishment? That Maybe he has no one to do laundry. <laughs> Because he smelled his T-shirt that was old yeah. and threw it on the floor and put his hat where his T-shirt was. Yeah, I bet so you a I guy like Harvey does not know how to use anything. anything. No. Yeah, so maybe I... his wife was actually doing some good things for him. And he yeah. just didn't, you know, I thought for a second, maybe he was just taking her for granted and realizes that, hey, she's she helped him out. Well, it's certainly a sexist episode. Right. Yeah. Again, the misogyny is huge. Yeah. And that all the man wants to do is just enjoy some caramels. Uh, I wrote, like, this guy's a slob. Yes, he is. And he ate like three caramels when he came home. (laughs) He keeps those boxes of caramels lying around. Yeah. So bing bong, his mouth is filled with caramels. Yep. He opens the door. Yep. Mm -hmm. Tiniest old lady in the world. I wrote it's Zelda Rubenstein's sister. (laughs) Now for people playing along at home, (laughs) the original poltergeist had Zelda Rubenstein in it. She was the, uh, and she's also in Teen Witch. Oh, yes. <gasps> yes, that's oh. right. Oh, okay. I get oh, the reference now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so this this tiny little old lady shows up to apologize. Yes. Uh, to apologize for six weeks ago. She uh, she hit his wife yep. and he she's only been able to get up the courage to come and talk to him now and apologize. But she had to do it. She had to do it, guys. She had no choice. Yes. It wasn't her fault. Right. 
what could that possibly be? I wonder if there's a twist coming. Oh, yeah. So at this point, I think we'd all figured it out. Right. Did you have it all figured out, Catherine? I don't remember what I thought at that moment. <laughs> I <laughs> might have zoned out. You, you were more like, why Why am I watching yeah, this? Yeah, how did I get subjected? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so the phone rings again. Was this episode sponsored by the phone company? Yeah, Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I thought don't it was yell. my phone ringing. <laughs> yeah. Don't yell. Use Michigan Bell. Eh. This. Ah. <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> and once again, we get... but now do you hear the doctor i i feel like you hear that conversation no you don't because the doctor just think you do okay (laughs) i'm just so good at filling in those blanks i can double check but i I thought he said something about um backs can be tricky so i want to make sure you come in and uh, have a final appointment yeah yeah right so there's continuity either you hear all the calls or Or you you don't don't. hear all the calls Mm. But they couldn't afford to pay more than four actors for this episode. Oh, certainly not. There yeah, are only four, four actors, actors in this episode. And my two favorites were not the ones who were the main actors. Yeah. For sure. Sure. All right. Now, what point do we enter act three? When the old lady, like when the wife is dead. I think when the wife, when the mm-hmm. wife is dead and he's going home from work, the, the six weeks later. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the, okay. So the, we got the old lady, uh, phone rings. The doctor wants him to come in for a final appointment. He's saying, no, man, I'm cured. I feel I'm great. good. I feel great. Well, backs can be tricky. Right. Mm. Okay. Is that, what's the climax? Is it coming up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just checking. I'm yeah. Just- so he gets into the office and he is now decked out in his cabana wear because he's got this like oh, gosh, that's orange right. and yellow striped shirt with he... with this gold bolo tie on. Yes, he has cut loose. Like yeah. he has he's like exhibiting his style to the world. Yeah. She has never let him wear those No, those no never. Yeah. Really wide lapel collar. I mean a little left over from the seventies. So maybe he used to be cool. Sure. And he's trying to recapture that. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. So there's a few things uh, I wrote down because this office seemed different than the other (laughs) office. Yeah, this is like a consultation office. So I wrote down, uh, is this a child's room? (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Because it totally had that feel of like, oh yeah, this is a kid's room. Well, there was a plant. There were books. There was that scary mask. There was definitely a fern. A fern. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I had also failed to mention earlier that uh, Dr. Robot, um, he went over to a sculpture when he was talking to Harvey. Yeah, he was like stroking the mask. It was yes. like a metal, I put a metal Guy Fieri sculpture. That <laughs> <laughs> was just worth calling Yeah, out. well. Yeah, so with now, a shocked look on his face. So what? Why this episode? (sighs) This episode is dumb. So he tells. Go ahead, Gavin. It also feels like this episode was shot in the corner of a room, and the rest of the room wasn't complete. It was shot in the corner of a bustling office, while the rest of the people working there were just glaring. Yeah, they're like, we all we need is a half an hour to film this. We need, we need your, we need this office space for three hours. And you can have it during hours, lunch. And two hours and 30 minutes of that are set up and tear it down. <laughs> like mm-hmm. an hour and 15 to set up the shot. 15 minutes to get it right. 
hour 15 to tear it We're down. We're moving on. Seriously, like, yeah. there is, there are so many shitty takes from this that are just in there. Yeah. Oh my, yes. I feel like the whole show was that really. Yeah, it's it's not good. No. There was no like, okay, we're going to take that again. And could you be less... Robotic. Robotic and just acting I, with waving your arms around. I will say Peggy Cass murders it. She's fantastic. She's yeah. the only she is one the highlight. that is actually acting. Right. Because she's good. She was... Didn't we discover she was nominated She won a Tony for, Award. She won a Tony. She was nominated for a, a Golden, Golden Globe. Globe and an Oscar. Yep. In 1958. She's an Academy, yeah, Academy uh, Award May. nominee. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows. In this really horrible show. Yeah. But you're right. She comes up. So so now Dr. Robot tells tells Harvey. He's got a patient. It's time for the bill. Uh, his patient uh, is a migraine sufferer, and uh, her migraines are caused by her overbearing father, so he has to kill the overbearing father. Yep. There's the twist. Ooh. Yep. He has to kill someone. Yeah. Who? And he promptly denies that he will do such thing. He puts his very spiffy-looking newsboy on yep. and turns to walk out the door. So now we've had the twist why do we have this second fucking twist? So what happens is he's walking towards the door and Dr. Robot touches his nose and now his back hurts again. Right. Which means Dr. Which it didn't need to be. You don't need to have him be the devil. If you take no. it out of it's just it's just I think it would have been creepier if you didn't see him at the window if he hadn't been the devil. Spoiler alert. And it was just this organization that that you had that, to pay it forward with killing people. That is totally like a cat's eye type Stephen King. Right. That's a Quitters Incorporated. That's, that's yeah, it's, yes. it's very similar to to a lot of the, the Stephen King stories. Mm. Yes. Never read them. <laughs> well, they're a lot like this, but better. Oh, good. Uh, but, yeah, Quitters Incorporated for sure. Yeah. Isn't so, that the one with the electric floor? No, that's is no. It's the the one uh, about quitting smoking, and they monitor you, and they always will know everywhere. Yeah, and they'll always know, and then you become like part of that network. It's been a long time since I read it. It's been me a while. Too. Me yeah. too. It's been a while. Uh. Harvey still does not understand how this office works. No, he, he doesn't. still does not understand that the old lady was forced yep. to kill his wife. Yep. He thought he still thinks it's just an accident. Yep. Right. Do you not remember when you were in here 20 minutes ago and the doctor said she's just going to have a happy accident? Yep. No, he remembers none of this. He literally thinks she had an accident. He, the doctor says, yeah, ever since we took... And the doctor is kind of dumbfounded. He's like, yeah, she had an accident. You I'm know happy. we're speaking in code, right? Remember? <laughs> like, when, when I say hello, Mr. Thompson, <laughs> and click my feet on the floor. I think he's, he's talking, talking to you. That, that's how dense Harvey is. Yeah, and the moment he seizes up again with his back, yeah. he takes the address and the name of the person he's supposed to kill. Mm-hmm. And like, that's it. So, yeah, so the devil does his little bewitched nose, or, or I'm sorry, Dr. Robot does his his little nose tap. Uh-huh. The door locks. He gets the number back. He gets the, the address. 
And then he turns to uh, to Dr. Robot. And he says, but who are you? And then uh. Dr. Robot just goes, <laughs> thunder, thunder and lightning. And then the oh. credits roll. <laughs> and then you as the viewer say, oh, I guess he's the devil. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? All right, scale of one to ten, Catherine. How many caramels do you give this episode? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I would eat the caramels myself rather than give them to this episode. (laughs) So that's a hot zero caramel. That's a hot zero zero caramels from Catherine Noss. All right, Mm -hmm. that's tough. None. All right, Matt, what would you do? I'm going to give it two for the acting of Peggy Cass. I'm also going to give it two caramels for the Mm. acting of Peggy Cass. No, because she chose to be in that role, and I disagree. No. She's better than that. So, Catherine, we're going to head into the writing room. What would you have done to make this episode better? Oh, wow. Well, I actually would have <laughs> would have shot it someplace different and picked out better pajamas and house coats. Yeah. Uh, Do you think you could have kept the script as it was and just improved the look of it? Would it have been a better episode? Was it just about the look or is it the story itself? The look really jarred me yeah. when I first started watching. I'm like, what the heck is this? I mean, I had no experience going in. So, I mean, the look was, I knew it was dated, but I couldn't even quite place the time. And again, they're not all like this. You'll see in next week's episode, like it's set in, it's set in a bar and there's, it's an actual working bar. You can, mm-hmm. you can see there's, there's detail and there's stuff. So mm-hmm. you can tell they're spending money on some and not others. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, I would have changed a lot of the phone calls, writing-wise. <laughs> so, you know. so more phone calls? Uh, probably more phone calls. <laughs> Just three more. At least three more. Okay. The whole episode would have been phone calls. Yeah, that's creepy. Uh, who would you have cast as uh, Harvey? Uh, like modern, so it's it's like the remake. Who would you have cast as Harvey? Oh, shoot, I was going to say Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was... If it was modern. That's how subtle it is, though. That's the entire thing is he might as well be going, I get no respect. I know, right? But Dangerfield would have been so much more believable. Yeah. Kind of, right? And as a lovable schlub. Yeah. Like this Harvey is not, time to make the donuts guy is not lovable. Never once did I really feel super sorry for him. No. No, because he has never stood up for himself. Mm -mm. Right. Ever. Like, I feel like if it was a Harvey Dangerfield type type guy, he when she asked him, how you doing? He would have been like, I'm doing what terrible. I do think I'm doing? Yeah. Exactly. Like, he would have given him some of that yeah. Ste- Stella yes. Doro. Why you think they a call him? A little bite back. What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? What am I doing? I'm studying for my computer exam. Yeah. yeah Maybe they didn't want him to be somebody that fought back or was biting back because then you're not as justified to kill her, I guess. But, then but it you're still not justified to kill her. No, you're never like that's never right. Never right to yeah. just kill someone for sure. Yeah. But I would have. I would like to see Rodney Dangerfield in that role. All that right. Would've, that would have been or someone like someone like that who has the balls to to strike back mm-hmm. because Jackie Gleason. <laughs> but like with the back pain, it would immobilize him. Mm. Yeah. And I think he would have been a. Sh- it would have been playing more on him being a shitty person. Sure. You know, and then. I would have loved, if I were in the writing room, there's a few things I would have tried to push. Number one, I think we discovered it. I don't think I would have had the guy be the devil. Mm-hmm. I really like the yeah. idea of him being 
part of an organization like this is how we cure people right um, yeah like i would have preferred when he tried to leave that people with guns or something like that would have come yep. in yep and it's just like you don't understand you're part of this now right mm. yeah i think it would have been i think you could have had a really interesting episode if if you had the doctor was the same harvey was basically the same but the wife was really kind to him and she was like a really kind sweet wife and then he's in this excruciating horrible pain oh shit and it's like you can get rid of it but your wife has to die and you know maybe the first you know act or two it's like well no absolutely not but then you know you're in so much pain and you're not oh. thinking about it and somehow he sort of pushes him into uh into murdering his wife oh my god then then him being the devil would have made a lot more sense right right because now it is truly a faustian deal right uh. yeah Ooh, that's that's another good way that it could have gone yeah uh, did you have another name for this episode, Matt? Uh, I had time to make the dead wife. <laughs> I have, um, Heladoro. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Catherine? Time to make the dead wife. Time to make the dead wife. <laughs> What would I call this show or this episode? Oh, boy. Life, man. (laughs) You call it this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Ring, ring. This bitch. (laughs) So, Catherine, would you ever watch this show again? Not if I could help it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Maybe, but not likely. I would never seek it out. All right. That's for sure. So this, and I think that's, that's some of the trouble with, with this show or maybe with anthology shows in general is if you get an off episode if you get a a bad one yeah and that's your first taste mm, right you don't want more right definitely now like there's an episode of this show that i'm so looking forward to Mm -hmm. that involves a newlywed couple okay uh, and their honeymoon suite (laughs) that probably doesn't hold up Mm -hmm. but my memories of it are very good yeah and well, the episode next week, I started I started to sneak ahead and I watched like the first half of it. It's really good. Okay. It's very well done. The The actors in it are great. Um, if you guys want to, uh, if you guys are going to watch it, it is, uh, it's not called The Bet. Uh, no, it, it's The Offer? The Offer, The Bet. The Odds? The Odds. It's called The Odds. And it's episode five, and all of these are available on uh, Shutter on the Shutter app. We're not sponsored by Shutter, nope. but come on, Shutter! Come on, Shutter! Let's throw us throw us a couple of bones. And that's S H U D D. Correct. E-R. So it's like ooh, scary, and ah. not like ooh, closing ah. in your home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the <laughs> windows. <laughs> So these are on the these are on the Shutter app, and you can get uh, I think one month free trial of the Shutter app. It's pretty cheap if you're into horror at all. It actually has some good stuff on it. It's I think four ninety nine a month through um, you can get it through the um, Amazon, Amazon Prime yep. app, or you can get it separately. But uh, but yeah, so check these out. Follow along with us. Anything else uh, you want to wrap up with, Manny? Um, <clears throat> would you recommend this episode to anybody? No. No, I yeah, can't I recommend this, this is, episode. I think this is a totally missable episode. This is this the worst one we've seen so far? Um, yes, I, on my part. 
uh, I'm I'm hard pressed. I would say the the Vic Tabeck episode is the worst episode. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Catherine didn't see that one. Like this episode at least had a very linear story. Yeah, this at least made sense. Yeah, like nothing about that Vic Tabeck episode yeah. made sense. Yeah. All right. Um. Thanks for joining us, guys. Slasher Dave does our theme. You can, yeah, big shout out to yeah, Slasher Dave. Thank you. We are loving it. He is on Bellyache Records. You can check out his stuff. Uh, I believe it's bellyacherecords.com. Ooh. Yeah. And we finally have an email. We do. We'll tell you about it later. Oh, wait, what is it? It's, it's uh, a tea, tea of the dark side. It did tea from the dark side. At gmail.com. Which I wanted to mention, it might sound a little strange. It's me, T from, from the Dark, dark side. side. Is it T from the Dark Side? Wait, I got to look it up, it guys. It is T from the Dark Side. It is side. T from the Dark Side. I like that because it's like no T, tea, no shade. Letter. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, yes, the letter T from the Dark Side. Um, and I'm going to just keep... Matt, Could you be. keep talking about this. And if you want to just send us an email to tell us how lame we are, we appreciate that. It's T from the Dark Side. <laughs> That's for transmissions from the dark side at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be on uh, Twitter soon and Facebook yep. soon and all that good stuff soon. And we'll probably actually record something to tell people yeah. where they can locate us. Yeah, it'll be great. So we don't have to do that Professional anymore. organization. Bop, 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 bop. Ooh. We're doing it live. <laughs> Fuck it. We're doing it live. <laughs> Thanks for letting me join you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Catherine, for being our first guest. I think you, you added a lot. I doubt that. <laughs> but you, you added a lot to an episode that was missing so much. Well... That's not saying a lot. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, all right. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, we will see you on the next episode. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is created, hosted, and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. And hosted by Go Comedy Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.